Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm. And we have a live link at thetrumpet.com as well. You can find all of our podcasting uh, at that location. Or if you'd like to find it somewhere else, wherever you'd like to get your podcast, you can get us there and all of our programming on KPCG. If you've been watching the news over the last year, you've seen, of course, this big conflict in Russia and Ukraine. They've been at war for about a year at the time of this broadcast. Current estimates are that over 42,000 people have died so far in that conflict. About 140,000 buildings have been destroyed. Property damage is about $350 billion. And about 14 million people have been displaced. And of course, those numbers are growing daily as that war rages on. But that's just a small amount. It's just a fraction compared to the devastation that the Bible says is coming and will be brought by the kings of the East. The kings of the East, do you know who the kings of the East are and what they are about to do? Well, the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us this is living prophecy, and we need to understand who these powers are. And in order to understand the kings of the east, we have to understand a little bit about the king of the north and the king of the south as well. These power blocks factor in very heavily to events that we will see happening in the very near future. So to understand who the kings of the east are and who these different powers are, let's start in Daniel 11 and verse 40 today. And if you have a Bible handy, it'd be great to get it out and we can look at some of these prophecies together. The Bible does have a lot of prophecy in it. Of course, it has a lot about how to live and God's law and all of those vitally important truths, but prophecy is part of that. God does show us what's going to happen in the future. And of course, there's a lot to study regarding this subject. We're just going to hit some highlights today and uh, give you some literature offers there at the end of the program that'll help you uh, study more deeply into this if you'd like to. All of our literature is free. It's an educational service, and it's at thetrumpet.com. Daniel 11 and verse 40. This is talking about a time just ahead of us. It says, And at the time of the end, so we know that's, that's the time we're, we're in and we're coming to, shall the king of the south push at him, so that's a power block, and the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind, with chariots and with horsemen and with many ships, and he shall enter into the countries and shall overflow and pass over. So there's two power blocks mentioned here. We're not into the kings of the east yet, but we will get there in just a moment. But the king of the north is talked about here as well as the king of the south. There's a battle here. The king of the north is a union of ten nations or a group of nations led by ten kings that will coalesce out of today's European Union into the king of the north. And they will be led by one supreme leader. There's going to be a lead nation and uh, a leader there, 
and that has a lot to do with what we see happening in Germany. They will be heavily involved. And to learn more about this beast power, there's a lot to study into about it. You can request our free book, Who or What is the Prophetic Beast? Also, The Rising Beast and Germany in the Holy Roman Empire. That's free material at thetrumpet.com. You can study more into this King of the North. So this King of the North, this European power, uh, we've just read here in Daniel 11, verse 40, that in the time just ahead of us, this King of the North will conquer the King of the South. King of the South pushes at him. King of the North overwhelms him and conquers him. Now this King of the South is a group of nations led by Iran, who is the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism. Iran really has done quite a bit there in the Middle East and the world to push their ideology and their terrorism. And they are a power. They are a king, the king there in the South, that king of the South, the group of nations there in the Middle East led by Iran, who is that king. So for more detailed understanding of Iran's role in prophetic events, we have a book on that too, and it's called The King of the South. So it gets specifically into this King of the South, and you can study a lot more into that. Again, we're just hitting the highlights here, and uh, it's something to go back and have to study into a fair bit, but it's awesome knowledge, knowledge we need when we look at what's happening in the world today. If we're going to understand where we are in prophecy and where we're going, we've got to understand who these power blocks are. So the King of the North defeats the king of the south. And then something, though, bothers the king of the north. And we read about this a few passages down in Daniel 11 in verse 44. It says, But tidings out of the east and out of the north shall trouble him, and therefore he shall go forth with great fury to destroy and utterly to make away many. Here's a quote from our correspondence course. It's free course at thetrumpet.com, the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course. This is lesson 16, which gets into these power blocks. But it says this, the source of the beast trouble that lies east and north of Jerusalem is Russia, China, and other nations that will have been marshaled into a great Asian confederacy. They will prepare for war with Europe The Europeans will see it happening, but rather than let Russia and China have the advantage of striking first, they will launch a preemptive strike. See, these kings of the east, kings of the east, that's what we're talking about specifically and what is going to happen in the future. You see all that destruction in Ukraine today, and that's Russia pretty much involved there, but there'll be even more power along with Russia in these kings of the east, Russia, China, other nations marshaled into a great Asian confederacy. Again, you can learn a lot more about that. Our free booklet, Russia and China in Prophecy, will tell you all the details that you need to know there. But this is what's on the horizon. So when you see the problems in the Ukraine and the destruction, it's massive, but it's, it's really nothing compared to what the Bible says is going to happen. But you can see a little bit of it. You can see at least a taste of it, this modern warfare. Uh, Revelation talks a lot about this as well. Daniel ties in very specifically to the book of Revelation. In fact, Daniel unlocks Revelation. And we have a booklet by that title that you can request at thetrumpet.com as well. Daniel and Revelation, they work together. This preemptive strike that we just read about 
in Daniel 11 and verse 44, Europe going out and attacking these kings of the east, that battle is described in Revelation 9. Revelation 9. And if you look through Revelation 9, in verses 1 through 12, it gets into a lot of the details. You see John describing this attack of modern warfare. You can, you can see it. I mean, he's describing it in the language that he understands. He didn't know exactly what everything was called, I guess. But he saw it, and he, so he tries to describe it. And it's modern warfare. You can read about it, and you can see, okay, that's, you know, he's, he's envisioning this modern warfare here. These attacks that Daniel 11 of verse 44 talks about described here in Revelation 9. So it doesn't take a lot of imagination to understand the modern weaponry that John is describing. And we see it on the news. We see it all the time, and of course, they're always developing more. The kings of the east will respond to this attack. Notice verse 16 here, we're in Revelation 9. And it describes this awesome army of the kings of the east. It says, And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000, and I heard the number of them. That's 200 million soldiers. 200 million. Now, there's quite a few people, uh, soldiers, engaged in that battle over there today in the Ukraine, but nothing, nothing compared to this. 200 million? I mean, does that sound like too many? Sometimes critics will say that. We have a quote about that later. But, you know, say, oh, that's a lot of, lot of soldiers. But when you consider the amount of people living in Russia and China, <laughs> etc., cetera, uh, you come up with those numbers pretty quickly, especially at a time of calamity such as coming when people go to fight. Russia and China in prophecy. Notice this quote. This, again, this is a free booklet at thetrumpet.com, and uh, it's one you need to read to get all the details. Again, we're just hitting the high spots, but to get the details of these prophecies, Russia and China and prophecy is a must-read. And again, it's looking at Bible prophecy. It's looking at the prophecies of your Bible and then explaining it. It says, The current population in China is over 1.4 billion. Russia has 146 million. Other Asian nations are prophesied to join this alliance, among them India, with its 1.4 billion people and third largest army in the world, Japan, the nations of Southeast Asia, and the former Soviet republics are all definite or probable participants in this alliance. How do you come up with 200 million soldiers? Add up those populations. Add up those populations, and you'll definitely find that many. Verses uh, 15 through 16, this is uh, from the correspondence course again, lesson 16. It says, verses 15 through 16 say, Four angels are specifically prepared to amass an almost incomprehensibly large 200 million man army. These are the Asian hordes. After the sixth trumpet sounds, that's verse 13. And again, there's a lot of detail here, but we've got literature that explains it. It says their nuclear counterattack when they fight back against the king of the north, will overwhelm the beast power, and a third of mankind will die as a result. Can you believe that? I mean, that's what's prophesied to happen. That's what's prophesied to happen. And why? Well, because of the sins of mankind. If, if you've paid attention to what's happening in society, you know things are getting bad. Some people say, oh, they're great changes, but many people know better than that. No, they're not. They're terrible changes. What does it lead to? 
it leads to people doing things like this. You know, it leads to destruction. That's what man does. When he doesn't follow God, he, he does terrible things to other nations, to other people. We see these things happening in the news. Again, it's just a little foretaste of what the Bible prophesies. Look at the destruction in the Ukraine. I mean, it's, it's pretty remarkable, but it's nothing compared to what is coming. Now, of course, for the people involved in it right now, I mean, obviously, it's very serious. And um, not, in no way do I want to make light of it or make it seem irrelevant, but it's just that it's small in comparison to what's coming. It should be a warning to us to really think about God's law and think about ourselves. Are we living according to it? Because if we don't, the Bible is pretty clear about what's coming upon this earth. Notice Revelation 16, verses 12 through 16, and talking about this upcoming battle. It says, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. The kings of the east, Russia, China, other Asiatic nations joining with them. And I saw three unclean spirits, verse 13, like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Verse 15, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked, and they see his shame. In verse 16, and he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. Now, people are familiar with that term to to an extent. They've heard it, even though a lot of times they don't really know what it means. But uh, this is a battle that's coming. These forces are coming. These Asiatic forces, these kings of the east coming to fight the king of the north. They're going to be assembled. They're going to fight. But as we'll see, they actually end up fighting Christ at his second coming. Can you believe that? Why would people fight Christ at a second coming? Well, because Satan's the God of this world. That's why. And people aren't following God like sometimes they might think. Verse 15, as we read there, you know, Christ is warning us, look, I come as a thief. We have to watch. We have to really pay attention. That's why we're even talking about this today. I mean, you know, somebody could listen to this and think, well, I don't know, that's kind of a kind of a dire prophecy, I guess. Um, But we have to watch. We've got to pay attention. And like it says, keep his garments. It's talking about spiritually, being obedient to God, growing, being serious about what's coming. If we we don't pay attention to it, if we don't watch, we get caught up in the day-to-day and we don't think much about, you know, God and his way of life like we should. But when we see things happening, like what's happening in the Ukraine, it should make us think about, these prophecies and the fact that we do have to really be making the most of our time, striving to obey God, striving to keep his word, striving to keep his law because these times are coming. And they come because man breaks God's law. Some very difficult prophecies here in the sense of the calamity that they, they talk about. But the great news is Christ returns puts an end to it. But there is this battle with the kings of the east, and we see them moving around a bit today. Notice the correspondence course. It says the kings of the east are the same Asiatic forces that in the book of Daniel come from the east and the north. Daniel 11 and verse 44. We just read that. 
and they come to fight the beast, this king of the north. It says, God dries up the Euphrates River to prepare the way for these kings to gather in the place called Armageddon for one final confrontation with what remains of the beast's power. But instead of fighting each other in a battle that would end in the nuclear extinction of all life, in Matthew 24 and verse 22, Christ warned about that. Instead of that, they will, ironically, unite their forces and march southward toward Jerusalem in an attempt to destroy their common enemy, Jesus Christ. Believe it or not, they're going to fight Christ. Revelation 19 describes Christ's triumph over these evil forces. This victory ushers in the wonderful world tomorrow when Jesus Christ will rule the earth with his saints. See, it's wonderful news. It's the best news you could hear. It's the best news you could hear because Christ is going to return. But there are some difficult times before that unless people repent, unless they heed the message and change now. But Christ is going to return and then get things going in the right direction, get things going in the right way to where we don't have these wars, you don't have these problems like we see in the Ukraine today. But when we see that, when we see that, we have to remember what Christ said here. Blessed is he that watches and keeps his garments. Pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention to these battles because it's just a little rumbling from the kings of the east. Just a little one. There's a lot more coming, but you can see those power blocks forming, and you can see some of the damage that they are inflicting, and this is before it even gets to these major battles that Daniel 11 discusses and that Revelation discusses that we've been reading about. It is quite amazing to see what is happening, what is happening in the news, and pay attention to it and understand what the Bible says about it, to understand more about the King of the North king of the south and the kings of the east please sign up for our correspondence course this lesson that we've been talking about lesson 16 gets into some of the details gives you some of the overview and then there is more information throughout the course also russia and china and prophecy talks a lot about this and these kings of the east it's definitely something you need to study and if you looked at it in the past now would be a great time to go back and look at it again and all the literature is free and it's available at thetrumpet.com. That's all the time we have for today on this edition of Live by Every Word. Thank you for spending some of your time with me. I'm Dwight Falk. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.